Welcome to the other party, got that vibe Well, you know we getting lit and come alive And you know we got that light so we gon' shine And we talking to the fans, it's the time, yeah Hey, it's Chris. Welcome to the after party. What has it been, like, a year since we talked last? No. It's only been two weeks. Uh, you guys know what's going on. It's just been crazy. I'm glad to be back, though. Um, I'm recording this right now in the new space, a new space, uh, the main new space. Let's put it like that. Um, so let me just describe this a little bit to you. I, I have a, a room here. It's a regular room. Well, sort of regular. It's been specifically set up and treated to be a, a recording space, whether it's for video or audio. And what that means is that uh, there's a custom wall on one side. If you've seen any of the videos, you've seen that wall. It's a wood wall, it's real wood. Um, and then also the room has been treated uh, to keep out sounds that aren't coming from this room. It hasn't yet been treated for echo. I've had a lot of people point out in some of the videos, oh man, do something about the echo. Echo's driving me nuts. Well, it's driving me nuts too. Um, but you know, that's just part of getting a setup. You guys know that. The room itself though, the walls, the ceiling, it, there's extra insulation that I had put in. Uh, so like pipes are gonna be nice and quiet, hopefully. Uh, it seems to be the case so far. And just, you know, uh, outside noises will be reduced. Things like cars, construction, you know, whatever. Sometimes people get loud outside. So that's gonna be really nice. Really looking forward to that. And of course, you know, I'll do some uh, echo treatment. A lot of it's just gonna be like the mic placement, learning how to do that. There's some upgrades though. Um, I told you a long time ago, gonna get some, you know, new lights. Well, I did. There's an aperture light storm now sitting just slightly to the left of the desk uh, and over the desk. So it lights up the desk and it lights up my face and it's the key light now. It looks really nice, really soft. I have a, a lantern, aperture lantern softbox modifier on there. And that's just really nice. I'm really enjoying that. It's remote controlled. That's fun too. And then I got some other uh, nicer lights than I've used in the past too, just to kind of light up the, the atmosphere, like the wall, uh, which right now, you know, the idea originally was gonna be, and this is kind of funny, uh, to keep that wood wall looking kind of natural. But the funny thing is, I'm using the same desk I've been using for, uh, you know, the last, I don't know, four months, five months to, to shoot on. It's that wood desk, well, the wood desk really kind of blends in with that wood wall in the back. And people are like, you look like you're floating. It's weird, you gotta do something about that. And so probably I'm just gonna end up having to light that uh, back wall a little bit different. I didn't wanna just go crazy and, and color it like you expect from tech YouTube. But that, that just might be what I have to do, I guess. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I just gotta put some thought into the, the atmosphere, the look, you know, what kind of desk do I want? And not only that, but in the office too, I need a new desk there. And there's just a lot of stuff. There's so much stuff to set up, whether it's just like personal stuff, you know, uh, security system, uh, whatever, TV. I got the TV installer dude coming today to mount it up on the wall. You know, so there's a lot of choices and, and it can bog down and it takes a while and it's just gonna take a while. Then, you know, but that's part of the process. And I guess part of the journey, part of the fun. I should mention, um, I'm gonna go off on lots of tangents probably today. Let me give you a quick rundown before I get into it. Uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the new space. Um, I'm gonna talk about some of the videos that I shot in here. I'm gonna talk about the new camera that finally shipped. That was kind of a crazy drama. And then we'll get to the Apple event. I think that's probably what you're mostly here for. Although I think sometimes people like to just hang out. You know, Sometimes I like to put a podcast on and just kind of hang out with those people. 
especially with COVID, you know, like sometimes the podcast, it feels like a bit of social interaction, even though it's just one way. Uh, we'll talk about the iPhones and the specs and colors that I'm going to be ordering. Uh, I just got off the phone actually with T-Mobile trying to get that pre-ordered. That's, <laughs> I did something stupid. Uh, the iPad Air, just just so you know, that's available to order as of today. So you should get on that if you're interested in that. I know people have been waiting. Um, I'll give you a few further thoughts on the HomePod mini, like where will I use it? You know, will I get it? Where will I use it? And then, you know, there's uh, some Apple news about a, a new event coming in next month. So we'll talk about all that too. But I mentioned the TV installer. That's a whole thing. So I ordered a Samsung frame TV. I had had my eye on this for a long time. I knew, you know, we were going to be moving into a new place and, and I liked the features. I, I didn't even care about the specs really. You know, I've got a TV downstairs that's like uh, the, the main TV sort of. Uh, that has been. We it's 65 inch. We moved that so that it kind of became the exercise TV. So got some exercise stuff in front of it. But for upstairs, like for the main TV, I have my eye on the Samsung, the frame, because I like the idea of an art frame. I've had a lot of art frames, digital art frames over the years, um, from Mural. Uh, I forget the company. You know, a long time ago when I was still shooting in my garage, <laughs> where the channel started, uh, I had some cool art frames. That company got bought by Giphy and uh, shut down. But our frames, I, I get along with them good. So it was like a TV, but also it could display, you know, art and you had to have like a, a subscription. Um, and you could also throw up, you know, like some family photos and stuff. So it was really versatile and it was a little bit thicker than like, you know, a lot of people are just going for like the thinnest TV they can. Well, yeah, I just wanted those features. And then it looked like an art frame, you know, like and it had like an ambient sensor. So it would know if somebody was in the room or not. I was looking forward to it. I really liked it. It came, I ordered it, it showed up, I took it out of the box and I realized immediately it wasn't going to work with our setup. Cause what happened was the builder, uh, wired up, they pre-wired everything like to put this on the wall and you know, it just wasn't going to work. And it came down to that Samsung One Connect box. I don't know how familiar you are with uh, Samsung TVs, but that and the cord, and it just wasn't going to work. So <laughs> that was a little disappointing. Had to pack it back up, um, have somebody come back, pick it up, and and then come out with the new one. So that's coming today. Um, and I just went with the LG OLED at that point. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to forget about the art features, just have a good TV TV. So that's cool. I, I guess there's nothing wrong with that. A little disappointing, uh, but still hardly anything to complain about. Um, I had shot, a like a studio room tour that I was going to share and I just ended up not liking it. It didn't go right. The audio was kind of messed up and I actually reshot it twice. I shot it twice and it just wasn't coming together. I don't think I'm going to publish it, but so let me just describe a little bit. This will just be for the podcast people right now. And maybe someday when things feel like they're all, it's all settled and working good, uh, I'll do an actual video tour, but I got the desk. I got the three camera setup going on. It's going to be well, sometimes four, uh, but it's going to be either four slash five cameras now uh, when the A7S three comes. That pre-order finally happened, but I had moved. My address had changed, so my card, my billing card was not working. And, there, you know, I'd been waiting for this forever. Like two weeks ago, uh, B&H was like, hey, we have this, you know, in, in the next week or so. Expect it you know, to come to you in the next week. And then it's been like two or three weeks later and I emailed like, what's going on? And then they were like, oh, sorry, we're expecting this early next month now, another two or three weeks. And I was like, ah, but then I woke up this morning 
like a day later after this email and it was like trying to ship but the card was all messed up because i've been moving so i had to call the bank and then i had to call back and oh it's it's annoying but that is finally coming so i'm really excited for that and i'm still just tweaking you know like camera placement uh, a lot of people say they just love all the angles which is cool um i want to use the new camera though to do some stuff besides just you know multi-cam filming in this space here you know like i want to get out and and i already told you guys thinking about doing some short film stuff that could be on the horizon here too but uh just just not only just restricting myself to filming in this one location and so when that comes that'll be good because I used to use the GH5. It had great stabilization. The three A6600s that I got, you know, to start this uh, multicam setup, they had like terrible stabilization. You don't use it handheld. It's only to be locked off on a tripod. And so this will add a lot of mobility back into what I can do. And that's been crazy too. You know, I, I like gear. I like a good piece of gear, camera, um, you know, rigs. I like that stuff, but I, I don't know that I would say like I love it where I get like nerdy about it and so I had to do some extra research and like figure out which kind of cards to put in because this thing can take these crazy new CF Express cards but oh wait but that's only if you're going to do like the craziest you know recording settings um, and mode and and then have giant file sizes well I didn't really want to deal with that but I want I want really good what I really want from this is amazing uh, 4k 120 with autofocus which is super slow-mo um, that still has sound, by the way. And I could do that with uh, after all this research with a V90 um, Type 2 card. So it took me a long time to do some research on that. I got those coming too. So, you know, things are coming along. Um, and, you know, I feel like this is sort of like a new era for the channel. For me, I feel like I can now have a space where I can just show up, get it going in just a matter of, you know, minutes, and produce some really high quality good content you know that's hopefully useful to people and i don't know i feel like i'm not really an entertainer that's not how i see myself although maybe some people just turn on the channel because they you know enjoy the the videos for entertainment purposes i don't know but that's not my my main goal but you know like this apple event just happened so this week is wrapping up and there's been a lot of different setup and stuff. And I feel like the list of to do's is just growing all the time. But next week, I feel like I can sit down and just turn out a lot of good content uh, about the new iPhones, the HomePod mini. Um, these are things that is, you know, hopefully I'm hoping to be able to go hands on with very soon, uh, possibly this upcoming week. You know, the new iPad Air that's coming out. So there's going to be a lot of, of stuff that I can talk about and, and do it with a really awesome workflow, I feel like. And it's so nice that it took so much planning. But to be able to get to that point, um, it's just going to be great. Okay, let me talk about the iPhone pre-orders. Uh, I had a little bit of a scare because I intended to upgrade the two iPhones that I had to uh, the new models. And I saw an article already just like, I don't know, an hour ago when I sat down to record this podcast and it was like the iPhone 12 pre-orders already selling out. And I was like, what? No, I need to get my hands on those, you know, for personal reasons, but also like for the channel. And uh, even though I'm probably going to get some review units just so you guys know uh, soon. But so I, I stopped everything and I called T-Mobile and I was on hold forever. It was a big waste of time because... Uh, you know, this is why you shouldn't freak out about stuff. I remember I made a reminder 
to do the pre-order. Well, and I, I hadn't seen that this morning, so I was like, what? Oh, I must have just missed something, you know? My, my head's just been foggy or something. Well, no. The iPhone 12, like the regular model, that's available for pre-order. And the Pro, the regular 12 Pro, that's available for pre-order. But the two that I actually want to upgrade to, the Mini for my personal use, and then the Pro Max for business use, those, you gotta wait till the 6th. <laughs> 11.6. But I'll still go through with you and, and let you know which ones I'm planning on getting. So for the Mini and the colors, I'm gonna go with the blue. It's just called blue. There's white, black, blue, green, product red. I'm gonna go with blue. And the green, by the way, it's that new Kermit the Frog kind of like soft, like pea green. It's not the green from the, the pro models of last year. And I am going to go with the 128 gigabyte version, I think. That ought to do it for me. I, I'm pretty squared away when it comes to uh, iCloud storage and my photos offloading and and for the apps that I you know have going on so that that's okay for me I definitely if you're considering this I would steer clear of the 64 that's probably not going to be good for most people and honestly if I wasn't getting another phone just for like business purposes or if I was just going to combine because you know most people let's be honest they're just going to have that one phone for personal and business maybe do the eSIM or whatever then I would definitely get the 256. But for me, since I'm kind of splitting things up and whatever, the 128 is going to be fine. And I can't wait to get my hands on that Mini. Uh, I've said this so many times, I feel bad even saying it again, but I just like the most compact thing that I can get with as much power as possible when I'm portable. And this will be good for me. Okay, for the iPhone 12 Pro Max, obviously I'm getting the Max. And I'm getting it for a specific reason. I, I want that new camera sensor size. Wow, it's enormous. Can't wait to test that out. You know, if I'm actually gonna use this for pro video stuff, then low light is one area that has just been, you know, ruining stuff for me in terms of using it. I remember shooting some stuff at the old desk setup and I would, you know, I didn't have great light in that old office. And so it just couldn't handle shooting without like, professional light rigging i'd always have to denoise it and it look weird or something and um so so for this to perform better in low light in video it's just going to be killer and obviously for photo too and then when you add in this new stabilization which is something that you find more in like dslrs is going to be killer for the applications i'll be using it for and probably i'll end up doing like a sample video where i shoot just a whole video with that i know apple does that i know some other tech channels like to do that too but uh, it's always good to see, you know, I think multiple channels perspectives and use cases and just see how it performs in different situations for people. So I don't know, I could see that being a video that I do and maybe more subtly rather than like making that the whole video, maybe I'll just make a video on some other topic, but oh, hey, it was shot with the iPhone. That, that would probably work better and be of more interest to people. Okay, for this one, I'm getting blue too. I'm gonna go with the Pacific blue though for the personal color. I kind of considered the gold. Well, I guess I should say consider, I'm kind of considering the gold because I haven't quite pre-ordered yet. I like it. It's just like in the past, the gold, it hasn't felt like, oh, that's me. That's Chris, the gold. But there's something about it this year. I kind of like it. It's all shiny around the sides, you know. Uh, but I still don't feel like it feels like, oh, that's Chris. So, but And I'm getting kind of tired of the graphite, of the black, uh, and of the silver slash white. Um, and I had both silver slash whites last year and 
mm, it's nice, but but I want some color. I'm ready for some color. So yeah, Pacific Blue. And for this one, I'm going with the 256. I think that'll do it because mostly I'm just gonna be using this for business stuff. So I don't need it to load up all my personal stuff and whatever. And who knows, maybe I'll get the 512. I don't know if I'm gonna be real serious about it, which is possible. But either the 256 or the 512, I'll be happy with. Because, you know, for me, uh, what I do is, if I'm gonna film with it, I film with Filmic Pro. And then after I offload the footage, I just delete it immediately. So it's not like I have a bunch of footage just sitting around. If anything, it's gonna just take up space on my hard drive on my Mac. So yeah, that's what I'm going with. It's possible that I get some review units that are different. Um, in the past, I've gotten multiple sizes and colors and stuff to, to compare and uh, so we'll just see. You guys all are guaranteed though uh, to see some variations on the channel. All right, and you know, like I said, the iPad Air, that became available to pre-order today too. That starts at 600 bucks, basically, 599 So I think the one that I would end up going with, I haven't pulled the trigger on this one yet, but would be the Sky Blue, probably 64 I, I have, this is just something that I would get to review, so it's not like one that I would use, use, because um, I have like the regular iPad Pro that's serving me really well that I would just use as my personal machine. Yeah, I would get the Blue, uh, the Blue, it's like, these colors on the iPad Air, I like them, but I also don't, if that makes sense. Um, they, they're they cool, but they're really soft. You know, it'd be cool if it was a little bit more customizable. I, I like the iPhone, the the 12 Pro colors a lot. Like, would that look good, or would that be too dark and too subtle on such a big thing? I don't know, because you know, the blue on the Apple Watch, that's really subtle. If you're not really looking at it up close, you know, you could really mistake it for being like black or gray. Uh, and it depends on the light too. So a lighter blue, like the sky blue that's available on the iPad Air, I think that'll stick out more in a way, if that makes sense. But I'm just not sure it's my favorite color either. And yet we have these color options and I'm kind of sick of like the same old, same old with the white and the black, you know? So, so I appreciate that there's colors. Uh, I just don't know how I feel about them, honestly. Which, you know, this brings up another thing kind of uh, sort of related. I, I saw that some Apple stores were supposed to get some of these Airs. Well, I live closer now to an Apple store than I did. It used to be more like an hour. Now it's just like a quick little jaunt. Unfortunately, the, the closest store, they're like closed right now temporarily because of COVID stuff. And I think only the bigger stores, they've adjusted, you know, to be more, uh, COVID friendly, remain open. And so that's a bummer. Now that I have one like really close, I can't really use it. I can't really, you know, it's not a benefit. Like, you know, that's the thing about Best Buy. It's here and Amazon isn't. And if you need something today, you can pop in. Well, that was going to be awesome to be just pop into the Apple store and pick up something like this the day that it launches. Well, can't really do that right now. Unfortunately, I'm uh, going through my web browser tabs right now. And I have, you know, we host our podcast on Transistor and I got an email that said it's time to upgrade our monthly plan because so many people have been listening, which is cool in a way. I don't want to pay more, but I'm glad that, you know, more people are listening than have previously. Of course, the numbers are going to dip a little bit because I missed the last two weeks, but, and I haven't really decided. I, I have the desire to make this a video podcast and to kind of expand 
my operations and to do clips. And I've kind of started with fits and bursts with, with video and with clips. And now I'm in this space and I could definitely do it and be better and higher production value. And stuff. it's just, it's a lot of extra work to make those clips and stuff. And I need to think about a couple things. I think it is a dream of mine. And, and I think my wife, as we've talked about it, to end up getting a commercial space, even though I got this great space here, get a commercial space and hire some people and take some of the burden off of on the production side of things uh, so that I can have somebody who can do some editing and some design and kind of take that stuff off my plate. But, and you know, that would free me up to do more stuff. And I think I could still shoot from here. And, and maybe a, a transitional step would be, you know, still create content where I'm at and shoot it off to somebody, let them edit it with Framio or something remotely. That's a possibility. But I've found that there's nothing like having, you know, actual real people that you can work with. And so this, the COVID thing, this isn't a good time to be thinking about that. There's just a difference. There really is, I think. Which brings up another change. You know, we recently parted ways with um, the agency that was representing us for sponsored deals. Uh, it just wasn't working out. I, I wish them all the best. Um, the agent that was representing us and in, in the company, uh, wish them the best. But at the end of the day, you know, it just wasn't working out. And, and that's something that we would like to do is bring that position in-house. I think that's probably more along the lines of what Linus has done with Linus Media Group. And I know not everybody operates that way. There's a lot of tech YouTubers who are just represented by, you know, it can go by different names, a manager or an agent. Um, and the same person might represent like three or four of your favorite YouTubers uh, for their sponsored deals. You know, uh, probably with the right person, that could work really good. If you have the wrong person, it can be just worse. You kind of end up with like a middleman who gets a cut of things. And if they do their job really good, uh, that could be good. If you sync up, you know, personality wise, it could be really good and, and worth it, you know, to give them that cut. And if not, then it's just, it can be bad. I'm not going to get into the details, but, uh, that's been a big transition around here too. But, but just, you just mapping out sort of like the future, even if we did get a commercial space though, I think I would still film here a lot all the time uh, because I like this space. It's custom. It's, it's purpose built for this. It's private. I can produce good stuff out of this room and with this setup. And that's what really counts. See what the future holds. But even if I had 10 million subscribers, I would still love having, it's like a, it's like a, a recording artist and they have a, a studio like in their house or in a shed or something on the property. You know, it's just, it's a matter of convenience. I should note, too, uh, that I've got some cool stuff sitting around aside from, you know, Apple event stuff, um, some accessories for some Apple stuff. I've got some great ones laying around stuff that I'm really excited about. And, uh, so you can look forward to that just sitting here in the new closet. By the way, I had them like custom build this, uh, closet here with some shelves. I, I said, here's how I want the shelves. Here's where I want like an outlet so I can charge like batteries and stuff. Um, that's been really nice. And, uh, I find even, even with that, just video stuff, it takes up so much room. And when you're doing, especially like tech stuff, you get these packages, they all have enormous boxes that they arrive in often. Then the box for the package itself, 
is you know big it's got all these manuals it's just so much cardboard and plastic wrap that you peel off and um you know and then your actual video equipment this stuff all takes up a lot of space and uh you just cannot have enough space for video creation um it is it is tricky and then you know for video in general if you want to blur out the background real nice you have to you have a choice to make like you can have a nice blurry background um, but that means like you need space behind you, you know, to blur out or you're just going to end up with stuff like more in focus, all of it. So anyways, space, if, if you're a video creator, aspiring video creator, you know what I'm talking about? Like space is at a premium. Let's talk a little bit, uh, about something that's been in the news. And that is that Apple could have another event on like the 17th or something of November. Anyways, in a couple of weeks another event. So that'd be like three events in three months, which would be crazy. We had the iPad event, we had the iPhone event, and now there's talk of having this new event, which could be for the first Apple Silicon Max. This is interesting. You know, Apple, they've really redone, because of COVID, how they've held their events, and largely, I think it's been good. It's been cool for people. Uh, I know for the last one, gathered the family around and we watched uh, over lunch. Well, they they watched and ate, and I was like furiously taking notes and stuff. And wow, the the production is just getting better and better and slicker and crazier. Like with the little mini house virtual diorama thing, that was crazy. And I saw so many people talking about that. It's almost become like a product in itself. The Apple event videos here this year. Uh, I know for me, it's definitely like something, if I wasn't into tech, like I would, I mean, if I wasn't covering it professionally, I would just love sitting down and just watching. It's entertaining. It's fun. And, and what I really like is creativity and seeing the creativity because how many times can you do the same thing, but differently? So it's fun to watch, uh, not only for the announcements, but for how it gets done, like sticking somebody up on the roof of the spaceship that was crazy uh and just the graphics the camera as a as a media person like content producer i'm always wowed i'm by the way i was in a uh i don't know how much i'm supposed to be talking about this <laughs> so it's probably good it's at the end here i was in a unspecified but you can guess maybe press briefing with only like a few other people and there was more staff from the company who was presenting this to just like a handful of press or journalist type of people, media people. And the production was ridiculous. Uh, there was like camera, it, it was almost like you guys know my multicam setup where there's like a front shot and overhead shot and stuff. For the person talking about the product, it was kind of like that, but the overhead shot was moving. It was like motorized. It was like on a, a robot arm. It was crazy. And I don't think the other people in there weren't YouTubers in my uh, uh, meeting. So they probably just thought, oh, this looks good. But as a YouTuber, I was like, whoa. And I was almost more interested in how they were presenting this to me than, and this is over like a, a video meeting platform. Production level is just like off the charts. But I was almost more interested in that than what they were saying. Not really, uh, but but just crazy. But getting back to that event that might be coming up, and it's not confirmed, you know, this is just a rumor, a leak. Uh, you know, we could also see the AirPod Studios, the over-the-ear ear headphones that would be noise-canceling, you know. Uh, maybe the Apple Tags, people have been 
waiting for those, wondering about those. That seems like a small product to me. I don't know why Apple wouldn't just tack that on as like a one more thing for any of these events. I don't know if they really exist and if they're out there, which you know seems to have been confirmed by some of the code that people have sifted through. I just don't know why we haven't seen those yet because I don't think it's going to make a huge splash unless there's something crazy about them. The AirPods Studio, I'm very excited about. I talked about this in the Pixel 5 unboxing that I did, which when I put it up, I knew my audience was not going to be super interested in, but Google sent it and it's nice for a change. And I used that video as a way to kind of test out my setup, knowing that if something didn't go great, not a whole lot of people were probably going to see it. Sometimes you upload, and you know, people aren't going to watch and that's just fine. Even though I did spend a lot of time, you know, every time I do a photo shoot for the thumbnail, it's like, it takes a long time. I usually shoot like 120 to 150 photos. And that was no exception, even though I knew this video was going to get like 5,000 views or something. Where was I going with that? Oh yes. The over the ear AirPods. I'm excited about those. My AirPods pros, and this is what I talked about in the pixel video. They just continue to have issues. They, I had the first pair that I had, had that rattling issue that was, had to do with the noise canceling. You turn the noise canceling off, that issue disappeared, but then you don't have the noise canceling, which is like a major feature of the AirPods Pros. And so I got a replacement um, set and it was great, but then I ran into the same issue. And so right now I have, I'm just like tired of trading them in. I'm still using them, but they're just no different except for the looks than any other pair of uh, AirPods, AirPods. Um, so I'm excited for the next generation of the pros for one thing, but I would also be very interested in the AirPods studios, the over the ears. Part of me wonders though, will they have any first gen issues? Kind of like the AirPods pros feature wise, the pros are amazing. You couldn't ask for much more, you know, and with the, always the switching now and the spatial audio, they've just have improved since they actually came out. That stuff's all crazy. I haven't even covered that much because I just haven't had the time. But I would be interested in over the years, you know, for lots of reasons. Uh, Maybe watching TV with, you know, out disturbing people at night. Obviously for music uh, or for listening to podcasts at certain times and in certain situations. Noise canceling has just become a, a way of life, I think, for me and for a lot of people. Uh, it doesn't matter. Usually, usually I end up using them over the ear noise canceling stuff at home only because I know that's it for the hair, not to sound all, I'm not super into like, ah, my hair, but, but you know, if I take some time to do my hair, like the headphones, like smash it all down. And then what was the point? And that's why if I'm mobile or if I'm going to be shooting like a video or something, then I always use AirPods first. But then if I'm editing or something, uh, or if I'm doing something else and I do want to block out some noise, then on go the over years with the noise canceling. Either way, I, I would be looking forward to this event for sure, obviously. And I think you guys would too, because everyone's so curious what the Apple Silicon powered Macs are going to be like. How much of a leap is there really going to be in, in terms of that performance? So I know I would love to get my hands on it, uh, stick some A7S three crazy video files on there, and see how it handles, you know, compared to my uh, 16-inch MacBook Pro, which is starting to show its age. I think I've talked about that. I maxed that thing out, basically, in terms of the specs and the performance. It's just the storage that I skimped on a little bit. I got four terabytes instead of eight, which I kind of regret, but not really, because Apple storage is so expensive. I can live with a hard driver or just like five projects, uh, video projects at once. But it does, in many ways, feel like just a whole new generation. 
I'll tell you this, and I'm gonna circle back around and end with that HomePod mini. This does feel like an exciting time for me as an Apple user. A lot of people uh, I've seen, and maybe the negative people are more vocal, I don't know, have been, I think a lot of them on the sidelines booing, saying like, it's not exciting enough. But for some people, it's never gonna be exciting enough. They want just a new, brand new product category every event. And it's just not realistic, it's not gonna happen. But in the meantime, the stuff that has been coming out this last year and, and has been getting announced, I am excited about it. And I would be excited about it even if I wasn't covering this stuff, you know, like as part of my business. I really like the ecosystem that I've built up from the HomePod to the iPad to the Apple TV and all points in between. I mean, the Apple Watch, uh, that that's something I haven't even covered yet. My actual review, I've just done the unboxing. I, I have that review coming up. Uh, as well. So Apple Silicon Powered Max, that's really exciting. Not because it's some new category, but because it's going to let people like me and you do the things that we need to do better, faster, more efficiently. And that counts for a lot. I think at some point, the iPad Pro is going to need an update. The iPad Air is really encroaching in on its space. So maybe we're going to see something about that here soon too. I don't know. Sooner than later. I don't know if Apple's going to go a whole nother you know, year till September or something to release a new iPad Pro with some new features. There's a lot of stuff to look forward to. Okay, so let's just wrap this up by talking about that HomePod mini. Uh, I've seen a lot of mixed reactions. Some people have been all about it, like me, and a lot of people have been like, no, um, I don't want that. It's too expensive, $99. Haven't you seen the price of an Echo or something? Uh, but I want it, I, I like it. The price is good for me. I don't see putting one in every room for instance, but I think it's gonna be really popular, like I said on the channel this week, uh, for like people's desks, because that that's, I know I've got a couple of desks, I wanna stick this on. I got the main HomePod right now that I've had for a couple of years, sitting in sort of the kitchen slash living room area, and it's cool there, all by itself. Uh, I've never stereo paired it or anything. It lives there, it does its job, it sounds great, happy with that. Uh, so maybe I could put one in the bedroom. I don't know. This is when you start thinking like about privacy, you know, but Apple, um, is if you're going to trust anybody, I don't, I'm not going to stick an echo in the bedroom, right. Or something from Google probably. Cause Google, I feel like I was thinking about this. They will protect you as much as they can in terms of security from up outside threats, but they're not going to quote unquote protect you from Google, you know, like they do treat people and their data like a product. And that's just an intertwined piece of our lives. You know, I cover Apple stuff. I like Apple stuff. I, I like Google hardware enough. And obviously I'm using YouTube like crazy. It's a big part of my life. Um, that's a Google product with all the things that are attached to it. But if I'm gonna trust anybody, all I'm just saying is, and nobody, no company is fully trustworthy probably in this area, but probably the HomePod mini or nothing for me there. So I could see, I think, ordering three of these, one for the office, maybe one for the bedroom, probably well, one for the studio space, or maybe another one for downstairs, I don't know. But for me, that's gonna be reasonable, and I would like to do that. And if the sound is like like very good, it's obviously not gonna be as good as the full-sized HomePod, but if it's very good, which I expect it to be very good, um, not as good, not the top end or top of the line, 
but very good. I'll be happy with it because for this, I, I do listen to music sometimes. Uh, I like to listen to podcasts through this kind of a speaker and, you know, for voice stuff, it's going to be fine. If it, it, Apple says it's room filling. And if that's the case, it'd be great for podcast stuff. But also, you know, I like to just ask Siri what the news is for the day, that kind of thing in the morning when I just want to know what's going on, getting ready, you know, drinking some coffee. And so I think for these applications and the occasional music, then it'll be great. I doubt it's going to be something that you hook up to the TV (laughs) and stereo pair. I don't think uh, people are going to be too happy with that or if that's even possible to stick that uh, and hook it up to the Apple TV Maybe it is, probably it is, I don't know, but but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and it's a good time for me. I, I'm I'm happy. People are out there buying, you know, predicting that the iPhone 12 is going to be a massive seller because people have been holding on to their iPhones more than ever, longer than ever, and like this cycle could be another super cycle, it sounds like, and so people are happy with Apple products. Like the people that like Apple, they're happy with the products, obviously, even though there's a notch on the iPhone, for instance and whatever other quote-unquote trade-offs people might feel like are out there, people are happy because they're buying the products. And I'm happy because we're seeing some fun updates. For me, these are fun updates. I know everybody doesn't feel that way. All right, though, I think that's a a good spot to wrap it up. Hopefully you guys enjoyed hanging out. Um, This was fun to talk about all this stuff, so uh, look for some good content hitting the channel soon. I'm glad we could get the podcast back in motion. should be pretty steady here. So I'll catch you guys in the next one. Later. Welcome to the other party out of vibe. Well, you know we getting lit and come alive. And you know we got a light, so we gon' shine. And we talking to the fans, it's the time, yeah. Welcome to the other party out of vibe. Well, you know we getting lit and come alive. And you know we got a light, so we gon' shine. And we talking to the fans, it's the time, yeah. So 12 are giving you the heat No reviews from Chris, you gotta see Daily Tech got a fax that you need And it's a whole crew you gotta meet After party, it's the place you gotta be And you can't really beat it cause it's free Trying to give you unbiased critiques Quality, you should take it from me Cause we care about our customers Pull up a seat, got a whole team Giving you the best and do it by any means Brand new Mac and know it's looking clean It's the after party, live from the models Wanna cop some, shouldn't be a doubt about it Looking for great reviews, then you found it Connecting with the fans, hope you get a lot out of it Welcome to the other party, out of vibe Well you know we getting lit and come alive And you know we got a light so we gon' shine Talking to the fans, it's the time, yeah. Welcome to the other party, got it vibe. Well, you know we getting lit and come alive. And you know we got that light, so we gon' shine. And we talking to the fans, it's the time, yeah.